everyone, I'm Avni. I would say nice to meet you, but I feel like we've already met. Oh, and um, welcome to Comical Fantasies, a podcast. Today's our first episode, and I'm going to narrate and voice act the story Red Bandicoot Remastered, but in a play. I'm just like, meh, the kitty story? Not really. My story is basically an inspiration of the story Hanuman and I by Ruba Gupta. Like, the plot is kind of based on her story. But most of the credits go to her. Anyways, let's get started. It was a normal day at their school, called literally the normal day school. Guess what their motto was? So normal! The best of friends, Aradhya and Arushi, were chatting away about an upcoming event. Christmas is just round the corner in their world, and they were overexcited about the opportunities they get to everyone in the school know that, you know, they existed. The school Christmas celebrations! Do you know, Radhya, that the preparations for the Christmas celebrations have already begun? Arushi asked her goofy friend. Yep, having a play too. I think it's Red Riding Hood. Or rather replied, who gave a big grin. Oh, that kitty story where the grandma goes to the girl to give her pizza, but then gives out her personal details to the Arctic wolf, and Arushi groaned, rambling on and on about how kitty stories can affect the self-esteem of sixth graders. And this would kind of remind of that childhood wolf trauma. <laughs> no, silly. First of all, you completely messed up the story. And second of all, listening or seeing, in this case, to those good childhood stories has no harm. And what's this childhood wolf trauma? Arate asked, trying her hardest not to laugh at Arushi's regretting her interpretation. Um... Trauma is that sinking, a disturbing feeling that a wolf will chase you throughout your on for journey, especially all alone and in the woods. Arushi said, trying to make it sound all spooky. We could try however you want. Your spooky fables and myths will not scare me. Arata giggled. Whatever. Arushi grumbled. Anyways, I asked the teacher who was writing the script for us, Miss Trumpet? Yeah, her last name is, how should I say this, unique. I did ask her about it, if the story will be any different or not. She said she's making changes to this well-known tale to make it more interesting. Her rabbit's <laughs> Okay. <laughs> First of all, what kind of name is Miss Trumpet? I don't want to be rude or anything, but her name is pretty unusual. Does she even play the trumpet? Or is she asked, trying her very best not to laugh. I'd be surprised if she did. Baratia shrugged. Hmm, I wonder what she means by making more interesting. What, is she going to ask it again, dancing trumpets to the story to make it more interesting? Arushi wondered, smiling even wider. I don't know, Arushi. Let's just wait and see. Arate giggled. 
Speaking of the play, who do you think has a good chance for getting a role? Yashi, whose name is obviously not inspired by Yoshi, but certainly get the role of Little Red. She's so childish, but in that good way. Or she said, lost in thoughts. Hmm, yeah. I'm itching to get a role. I desire the role of... The hunter says so red and grandma at the end. How cool would it be when I get to hold an axe or even a gun? I don't care if it's fake. How surprised my older sister Anisha finally be. I can already hear my kind of stubborn older sister say, I am so fortunate to have Aratia as my little sister. Aratia said all dreamily. I don't want to ruin your gorgeous dream, but wake up and see the reality. Do you know that you're almost never chosen for any roles in any place? For you've been known to be quite clumsy. Oh, she said sympathetically. I know, but maybe, just maybe, my luck will change and I get a role. Aradia said, trying to be optimistic. Future has the doors for us. Her shrugged. classroom teacher, Miss Anonymous, entered the classroom. Her name's pretty um unique too. It's not that she doesn't want to reveal her name or anything. Her name's actually Miss Anonymous. Good morning, Miss Anonymous. All the students chanted, with Aradia's voice being the loudest all the time. Good morning, students. I have something exciting to tell you all. We know Christmas is upcoming. This year, the Christmas event will be called a December to Remember Christmas Celebrations. We and another class have teamed up to act out a cute Christmas themed play. So I'm assigned to the students. Rules of the play. So I was explaining getting out of clipboard and searching for the information. Hmm, Yashi, you are Little Red. Bianca, you are Grandma, and... Alka, you'll be the wolf. Miss Anonymous said, smiling at the select students with confidence. She knew to perform pleasingly in their roles. But for poor Aradia, it was a dream that would forever remain a dream. This was one of the biggest events in her school, and the perfect time to get involved in school ceremonies. It seems like no one wanted her. Yashi and Bianca were hooing and high-fiving each other. Alka was happy, but she got a part, but she looked at Aratia worried. I, I should have known I wouldn't get any role. Aratia pallid is hardened. Yeah, I know this seems terrible, but it's, it's not the end of the world. We can only sign up for other places and stuff next time. Archie said, trying to cheer her up. It doesn't matter how much you try to get into, and into any events. It, it's, it's pointless. Plus, there is no next time. Arata exclaimed, getting more disheartened by the second. Don't worry, Aradia, I have a role for you too. Synonymous, who had overheard their conversation, conversation, said, searching for the info. Aradia's hopes perked up, her heart raised, and just ready to hear the wonderful news. Perhaps she was set for the hunter. Or maybe. 
You will be one of the background characters in the play! Astronomer said, smiling. Rata's heart shattered into a zillion pieces again! Why couldn't you be selected for a bigger role? What do I do in it? Arata asked, uninterested. He just saw a smile and one little red tells you she's going to visit her grandma. Astronomer explained. Just that much? You know how nicely performing public speaking activities, Miss Anonymous. Arada groaned and whined while trying her best not to offend the teacher. You remember the time when our group won first place in the social studies project, right? My groupmates said they won mostly because how I presented our teamwork. Our it was absolutely accurate, yet lovely to hear. And see! And the speaking counted as a huge mark. So, Arate boasted, not even trying to hire desperateness and whining. I know, but this time, just stick with this role. I also know how well you perform in seeking activities. Plus, you perform this role nicely. I'll give you a bigger role next time. Miss Anonymous smiled while trying to hold off the frustration Arade caused by her overdramatics. Okay, Arade sighed, her voice breaking up while the others stared or snickered. I must have blown it, she thought. She knew what was final, was final. Stick with a role that doesn't require much attention. And what she wanted was the opposite. None of her friends except Arushi talked to her today, and they sort of gossiped about Arate behind her back, which made her feel like a sore loser. But this will continue with their schedule. She walked home alone, with no Arushi to accompany her at the end of the day. She lived next door, but today was just not Arate's day. She wanted to leave everything behind, even her best of the best friend, and just calm down and deal with the frustration and embarrassment. Let's give a few weeks, and it's a big day! There was hustle and bustle everywhere. The senior choir performed a lovely and enjoyable performance, little ones performed adorable dance performances, poetry, etc. While they were at it, the actors were getting ready for the play. Arata didn't even have to do anything to prepare for the play. She was not very pleased when Aunt Yashi boasted about her being the main star to Arushi. I can't wait to steal the spotlight, and I'm going to be a perfectionist. I'm Bianca too, of course. Yashi bragged. Your BFF is so cranky. It seems like she wants a spotlight more than we do. Poor baby. She giggled rudely. Arushi could only sigh. In just one day, she became the main topic this school ever wanted to gossip about. Wherever she went, she heard people talking about how Aradia loves to be the main center of attention. And, and she was always boastful whenever she got attention. Sure, gossipy want to gossip, but gossiping has its own limits, which the students had crossed. Radia was just chatting about this complicated quandary with Arushi. Yashi and Bianca approached them, smiling evilly. So, 
how's your background character role coming? Yoshi asked, her hands on her hips. You didn't see that happening, did you? You know, this role really suits you. You're always that quiet one, remains like a background character in the class. Bianca snickered. Guess not. She's the one whom everyone wants to talk about. So she's the main character. Aroji protested. Arthur glared at her. Was she trying to use that statement in a good way or a bad way? Aroji hung her head down. She made a mistake. And it only made the others sneer more. Whatever. Why do you guys care? Arathi asked this is not the first time you made a huge fool of yourself. Remember that time when she spilled all the paint with the art teacher? Then she had a serious talk with her about where to spill the paint and where not? Yeah, she said, Bianca snickered. It was an accident! Plus, who do you think you are? Little Miss Perfect? I'm sorry if you think that way because nobody told you blockheads that perfection doesn't exist! So cry yourself forever, build a bridge, and get over it! Miranda yelled, finally standing up for herself for the first time in her life. She backed off, shocked by the anger Aradia had shown. Considered it disrespectful, as the they were chosen to be the leaders of the classroom for the month to give her a warning. Aradia, that was very rude and disrespectful. You can't do that. Like that one more time, and this is the last time we or any one of us will hear about you. They warned furiously. I'll take my chances. Anna replied coldly and walked off. She knew something her older sister used to say to get her mind off mean people. Don't let blockheads ruin your day. She smiled and shaked off herself. Holding the local meanings ruin her day. She walked into the backstage where Miss Anonymous was helping out the actors get ready. Oh, Miss Anonymous, is there something I can help you with? She asked. Not at the moment, but thanks for asking. Miss Anonymous smiled. She said one of the staff workers came to the room with an envelope in his hands. Um, Miss Anonymous, this letter was addressed to you, he said, handing her the envelope. Oh, let me see, Miss Anonymous replied, opening the envelope. Hmm, dear Miss Anonymous, I'm very sorry to tell you that Alka will not be able to attend and participate in today's play as she has contracted measles. I also apologize for the inconvenience that this letter may have caused and that this was last minute. Miss Anonymous read out the letter. What? Alka will not come because she's sick! Oh no, what shall we do? There can't be any red riding hood without the wolf! She cried, dumbfounded. She looked around, panicked, and her eyes fell on Aradia. An idea popped up in her mind. You, Aradia, come here. You want to be the wolf, didn't you? She exclaimed. Hmm? Aradia said as she approached her. You wanted to be the wolf, didn't you? Miss Anonymous asked, catching her breath. Um, yeah? Aurora hesitated. 
Do you think you take the role? Miss Anonymous asked. You want me to be the wolf? Arada exclaimed. Yes, you seemed quite interested in the role. Plus, you don't have anything much to do. You did can manage it? Miss Anonymous asked him. Thank you.